creative and welcome back to the empowered creatives podcast finding confidence between hustle and burnout i'm your host victoria hines creative career coach helping creatives just like you navigate the twists and turns in your creative career first off i want to kick off this episode and apologize to you um i have dropped the ball and not released an episode the last two weeks and that is actually exactly what this podcast episode is going to be about. And the reality is as much as a go-getter, human design generator, obliger, stay true to my promises, personality that I am, life still happens. And as I was sitting earlier this week trying to decide what, what do I need to share with you this week? What do I think is going to be valuable for you to hear as well as what are the things I've seen my friends, my clients who are creative struggle with as well? And I I face these same challenges too. And it dawned on me that a lot of what I've been facing lately and in the past few months especially has been that big decision. Do I stay or do I go? Just to kind of give you the nuts and bolts high level, um, I actually did go through a relationship breakup this past month. So that's one of the reasons why I just haven't had the emotional and mental space to record, to give. I had to spend some time healing and processing and filling my own cup back up again. I also was in Asheville for a couple weeks, which is an incredible city. Um, Definitely highly thinking of moving there. And I was dog sitting. So I knew I was going to dog sit for this older dog, but little did I know this dog had actually lost his sibling earlier this summer. And as a result of that, and as a result of his owners leaving town, his anxiety shot through the roof. So I spent two and a half wonderful weeks in Asheville, also taking care of a highly, highly, highly anxious older dog. So didn't very much have the mental or emotional capacity once again to sit down and work on this podcast. Um, The other thing, really big thing that I've been battling this year is my my nine to five job. And that's been very stressful, tons of change. I've gone through three managers in the last year. Again, I'm not going to dive through that, but all of these things add up. And none of these have anything to do with my business, with my art, with my craft, And I know so many of you who listen to this podcast struggle with the same thing too. You have every good intention of launching that business or or writing that book or reaching out to those agents that you've been meaning to. And life just seems to get in the way. So it's a common topic. I know I talk about a lot on this podcast, but... Something I don't think we have talked about yet is really coming to that decision point of trying to figure out, do you stay in the current situation that you are in? Or is it time to quit, let go, and move on? This topic applies to everything 
It applies to your career. It applies to business. Oh gosh, so many small business owners, especially solopreneurs, have to come to that decision of do they keep going or do they change? It applies to relationships, both love and business relationships. And it applies to where you live. I think I've probably faced one of these decisions in every aspect of my life this year. And hopefully I'm crossing my fingers, hoping that you have not had to do the same because geez, Louise, is it stressful. But there may may come a time where you do have to make a lot of these decisions. So this is what this podcast episode is going to be about. Um, As I was going to um, record this too, I don't know if you are familiar with Taylor Swift's Evermore soundtrack. And I was never a big Taylor Swift, T-Swift fan growing up. I liked her music, but wasn't like a huge fan. And then her Evermore album hit. And I think it came out in 2020. And I just sort of latched onto it. And it's been something I almost go back to every single fall. It's a very, it's a very autumnal vibe sort of album for me. But she has this beautiful, beautiful song on it um, when it's called Time to Go. And I'm going to actually drop a link to it in the show notes below because I think if you are in this place in your life and you just need a little bit of camaraderie and solace that you are not in this alone, I'm hoping this podcast is going to help you. And I think this song is a very, very great avenue to also hold your hand in this very, very difficult time. But like T. Swift says, we often know when it's time to go. Hey there, creative. I have a delightful invitation just for you. Imagine diving even deeper into the incredible world of living your life as an empowered creative, including more tips, tricks, and advice arriving straight into your inbox. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, guess what? I've got something special brewing and I don't want you to miss out. Introducing my oh-so-awesome bi-weekly email newsletter. It's a vibrant community bursting with passion, curiosity, and the love of building a creative life. By joining my newsletter, you'll get first access to new promotions and launches, as well as my welcoming voice in your ear every other week. Also, I'll share with you my creative career audit worksheet, a secret tool myself and clients have used during our own career transitions and pivots. So don't miss this opportunity to be my pen pal, as well as deepen your connection with fellow empowered creatives by heading to www.victoriahines.com or following the link in the show notes below. Thank you for being such an incredible listener. And I really look forward to sharing this exciting journey with you through both the podcast and my newsletter. Now, let's dive back into the show. So... Before I dive into some strategies um, towards the end of this podcast, um, I actually want to share this quote or a lot of what I've learned about um, making these decisions. Um, And I've learned a lot that's grown my understanding of these really tough decision-making moments in your life. And that's come from Burnout, um, Unlocking the Stress Cycle by Amelia and Emily Nagowski. Really brilliant book. I highly recommend um, reading it, adding it to your bookshelf. It does focus on more of the female experience. So I apologize for any 
of male identifying listeners. It may not be your go-to book and that's okay. But I will say this, I do think there are still very, very, very helpful tips and tricks in there. Not only is it, um, do they tie in stories, which is super helpful, um, but they also tie in a lot of science, which I think is absolutely brilliant. So there's actually called this explore, exploit problem in science. So we humans, believe it or not, are not the only people or life on this planet who has to make a decision whether we stay or whether we go. And the best thing to think about it is animals go through the same thing all the time, albeit at a much more um, life or death scale. Um, So it's a lot more of maybe a simple decision. But think of a squirrel. A squirrel has decided to set up roots in a particular square footage area. Uh, Most animals will have a square footage or an area, some migrate, but a lot of them will have an area that they're comfortable with. And they will forage and forage and look for food and find food. Now, what happens when their food isn't showing up anymore? For years, they've always found what they needed, but suddenly they hit a year and they can't find anything. So suddenly their brain is firing off that, hey, you've got a problem here. Your expectations and the amount of effort you're putting in is not equaling each other out. You have a problem. You need food. You have to solve this. So oftentimes, you know, a squirrel, and I I don't have a squirrel brain, so I don't actually know what they're thinking, but they have to factor in. Do they keep searching and keep hoping and keep staying in that area, looking for what they need and digging and trying? Or do they uproot their lives? Do they venture off into unknown territory? Have no idea what they're going to run into. Maybe a bear, a fox, a lake they can't cross, a road where suddenly a car is going 80 miles per hour and now they have to play a a real live edition of Frogger. Um, You get the idea. That's the explore, exploit problem in science. And the rational way and what a lot of animals do is you have to decide how to maximize your benefits and minimize your cost. So this is something humans as we do. We do as well. We make those charts and we say, hey, what are the positives of change? What are the negatives? What are the positives of staying put? What are the negatives? And you weigh them out and do a little cross analysis there. So that's the rational way to approach it. There's also the intuitive way. And this kind of hops back to the Taylor Swift song. Sometimes you just know. It's it's not rational. It's just that little voice, that gut, that intuition inside your body that says, hey, you need to move on. You need to let this go. And I actually wrote down, I want to share this quote with you from the burnout book, because the problem with that voice is we ignore it. So I'm going to share this quote. Um, We live in a culture that values self-control, grit, and persistence. Many of us are taught to see a shift in goals as weakness and failure, where another culture would see courage, strength, and openness to new possibilities. That's the hurdle that is standing in your way and why you don't want to listen to that little voice inside of you. Believe it or not, and I know that quote probably rang as true to you as it rang true to me, 
We live in a culture where giving up feels like a failure. That's how it's been labeled. And sometimes it takes so much energy and grace and self-compassion to step out of that culture that we have put on in order to fit in, in order to belong, and step out of that and come back to ourselves and say, hey, voice, what are you trying to tell me right now? Incredibly, incredibly difficult. So at the end of the day, choosing whether to stay in a relationship, a career, a business, in a particular type of craft, in a place that you live, choosing to stay or choosing to let go and move on is only ever a decision that you yourself can make. And I'm going to give you three questions to ask yourself to stress test if there is any salvaging, anything else that you can do, put yourself back in the driver's seat and take control of what feels, I know this feels like a a no-win situation. I have felt that so many times this year. When you are stuck in that place where you have to choose to stay or go and it feels like either decision you make, you're going to lose something. You might gain something in return, but you're also going to lose and it's going to hurt. So here's three questions you can ask yourself to really sort of figure out if there's anything else you can do in this situation. So question number one, have you tried every tactic to make it work? This is, um, this is something I use, whether it was a relationship, a job, you name it. Um, even, even choosing to stay in Chicago or leave. I tried so many tactics to see if I can make those situations work. So let's take Chicago. Um, I knew I was unhappy there. Probably, I would say in 2021, it started sitting in. So I decided to go on a road trip. I was like, maybe if I, maybe if I get away for a while and come back, that'll help. Meh. I tried to find some new communities. I had sort of left theater and was feeling a little lost about, you know, where my new community might be. And I, I tried to tap into a few and it wasn't fine finding those roots, really. Um, what else did I try? I ended up dog sitting. So I ended up leaving for a full six weeks going to another city. And oh, I kept dating. That was another thing I did in Chicago. I kept trying all these things. Oh, and I even found a realtor. I reached out to a realtor and started really seriously looking into the housing market there. And what if I got a place that I owned that I could invest in? Would any of these possibilities help me feel like I had roots again in this city? And ultimately what I realized after I tried all of these tactics was no matter what I tried, something felt off. I vividly remember flying into the Midway airport after visiting my sister for two and a half weeks over the holidays. And 
It was snowing outside. It was so frigid cold and awful. And I just started crying, waiting for my ride, crying at the airport. Because my body just knew this was not where I was meant to be anymore. That may change in the road, but at, down the road. But at that moment in time, my body knew I needed to let go. So question one, have you tried every tactic to make it work? Question two, do you see change occurring around you? Not in yourself, but externally. So this takes it back to you can always, you can You have complete control over yourself and your actions and the way you approach the world. You can make a list of every tactic in the book and try every single one of you. And if you are not seeing or witnessing or feeling the change that you need to, then at some point in time, inciting that change is going to feel out of control, out of your control. And you have to decide. Is this a fight you want to keep fighting or is it time to let go? This is a big one, I think, with jobs, especially. You know, especially a nine to five, these are the things that pay the bills. They give us the time, energy, and money to do the things we want to do, to have a creative lifestyle, to write or create art. Um, And we can oftentimes feel stuck in them. And I'm a firm believer of try every tactic you can to see if you can fix that environment. But if it is beyond your control and you've done everything you can to try to incite change and you are not seeing it happen around you, then it's highly likely that you are going to be in for a long haul without witnessing any change around you. And you have to decide at that point, are you okay staying in that situation long-term, very long-term, without anything changing? Question number three, will you be at peace with yourself if you continue to make sacrifices or compromises in order to cross the divide? So if I go back to at the heart, why we end up in these situations where we have to decide to stay or go. There is a difference between our expectations and the effort that we are putting in. So at some point, it's going to feel like you are at a chasm. You're on one side of, let's say, a lake and your job, your relationship, your business, whatever, wherever you want to be, the situation you want to be in, your expectations is on the other side. And at some point, you have to ask yourself, are you willing to make more sacrifices, more compromises, put in more effort in order to get closer and closer and closer to where you want to be? Or... Are those sacrifices and compromises going to change you so much along the way that you will not be happy with yourself at the end of that journey? That's a tough one. It's a really tough one. And ultimately, 
this realization was what helped me realize that I couldn't fix the relationship I was in. The chasm was just too big. Doesn't mean I don't love the other person, but when the chasm is so, so big, and I'm going to have to keep compromising who I am over and over and over again to make this work, then you're likely not where you're meant to be. And I think this applies to everything. This could also be a business that you're running. And I hear so many entrepreneurs run into this. They've created this big, beautiful business and they're not happy. And they're having to be somebody else in order to make this business work. All right, so just a quick recap. Here's the three questions. Number one, have you tried every tactic to make it work? Number two, do you see change occurring, not in yourself, but externally? And number three, will you be at peace with yourself if you continue to make sacrifices or compromises in order to cross the divide? All right, creative, here is your one thing this week. I want you to make a list of 10 tactics, 10 tactics you can try to make a current uncomfortable situation where your expectations and your efforts are not equating each other, 10 tactics you can try to make that situation work. They can be realistic and they can be outrageous. Just set a timer, I would say for five minutes and make a list. The point is to make the list and then try them. Okay, I will say if they're so outrageous to where they're um, literally impossible or you would maybe spend way too much money, like $50,000, $100,000, unless that's, unless that's pocket change for you, um, maybe you can skip that tactic. But you get my point. Make a list, see what happens, and start from there. All right, creative, if you are enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. It's the number one way you can show me and the empowered creatives all of your love and adoration. And with that being said, until the next time, and I promise, until next week, stay creative.